The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face. It's made for radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com and there you're going to see two um, videos on the top of the page there. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. Not yesterday, but Saturday. Excuse me. And uh, that's two hours worth of Bradley Dean. So if you didn't get to see that and you'd like to check that out, you can do so up until three o'clock Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little area. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Uh, click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got. Look for the rumble icon in the bottom right hand corner and then click on that. And it should take you into the chat over there. We've got a lot of friends in there this morning. Good to see you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, so, yeah, come over there and be a part of, of what's going on in the chat there. Uh, we're also streaming live on Rumble to Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel. Just put that in the search and you should get it. Uh, and then also we're on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page over there. Thank you to those guys for carrying us as well. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. This goes out once a day between 7 and 8 p.m. Eastern Time and has all the articles for Sons of Liberty for that day, including the Morning Show Archive. So be sure to sign up for that. If you want our ministry email, you want to know what the Sons of Liberty are doing each each week, uh, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You can sign up on the front page there, and that goes out once a week on Saturdays. So uh, be sure to catch that as well. Finally, if you agree with us uh, in our message and what we're presenting and things and what we're doing, then uh, click on the donate button and uh, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That's how you can help support us and keep us out there. And we really do appreciate it uh, very much, very, very much. By the way, I am, uh, I'm about to sneeze, I think. So, oh my goodness. I noticed the pollen was out heavily. Now, I haven't had my allergies flare up in years, to tell you the truth. Since I've been taking the chlorine dioxide, it hasn't flared up as much. Um, but I do have a little, 
sinus thing going on today. And uh, I noticed the pollen is already starting here in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. So if I sound, if I sniffle and you guys see me push on my nose like that, or whatever, just to open things up. Uh, I don't know if that's what it is or not, but in any case, I, uh, I feel a little, I don't know, clogged up there. So I probably sound a little weird at that, that. I probably sound weird anyway. Some people would say, anyway, we've got a, we've got a lot to cover in this show. I, I, yesterday, um, I had done, <laughs> I did four little, uh, quick things to put up for the Sunday. Uh, this, of course, was David Rizzolata's latest mental health and gun control, two arguments leading to the same conclusion. And I, I tell you, if you want if you want to understand kind of the ideology around everything and why it does what it does, read David Rizzolata's stuff. He's kind of like uh, G. Edward Griffin in the fact he just goes and reads the the enemies. And I'm gonna, let me ask this question before I do that. Why do they call them leftists? Why do they call some of us right wing? This right and left thing. What right and left of what? I'll tell you. Are you ready? They're doing the right and left thing of the law. That's what's going on. There again, I go to I go to the scripture and God's clear. When he tells Joshua, and he repeats it in other parts of Scripture, don't turn to the right or to the left. Stick with what I gave you. Stick with what I gave you, which is the law. Don't go to the right or the left. Stick with what I gave to you, which is the law. If you, if you want to learn what's really going on here, check out David uh, Rizzolata's uh, latest piece over at sonsoflibertymedia.com, Mental Health and Gun Control, Two Arguments Lead to the Same Conclusion. Also, Sons of Liberty Media. These were the ones I put out yesterday. Expose three lies of Ron DeSantis told us all. We're going to look at that in just a minute. Also, turbo cancer post mRNA shot effects. California photographer Mike Lim. It seemed like I've seen this guy somewhere uh, in the news or something before this. But anyway, uh, suffers huge malignant tumor encasing his heart. It's basically the the veins and all the uh, that run around the heart. Shortly after his COVID booster. Then for you guys who are interested in that interview, it was a great interview, two hours. Uh, Kate Shimrani and G. Edward Griffin. And remember, we had Mr. Griffin on about the cancer, uh, the, his book on cancer. But when Kate did this, remember, Kate's a cancer survivor. She read his book as part of, you know, the therapy she was doing and things of that nature. And this one just has more of a, it's not just an information thing. This is real for Kate because she survive that. So I'd highly encourage you to check that out. And then also we have the miracle of nature, everything you need to know about CBD. And I, I am, I'm going to be a proponent of what the Lord gave us in the creation. And by the way, even though government says bad, evil, banned, this, that, and the other, God looked on it and he said it was what? What did he say it was? That's right. He said it was good. So if men take what God gives as good, good gifts that he gives, and they do evil with them, well, then that's on man. That's not on God, nor nor the creation that he made that they're using for evil. Because all kinds of men today, because their hearts are wicked, and because they will not embrace the Savior from sin, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
take the good things of God and they do wicked things with them. And they do wicked things against the people that God has made. Keep that in mind. This is why when you get, you know, these trans delusionals who want to go shoot Christians in a church, you can't blame an inanimate object made out of things that come from the earth that God made that said it was good. You can't blame God for it, and you can't blame the object for it. You blame the person. The same thing happens when a politician lies to us. God has given them a voice to speak. That voice has the liberty to speak truth. Okay? Has the liberty to speak truth. They are not at liberty to speak lies. So let's take a, a look at a few things of some of these top guys here who are going to be asking you for their vote. Remember, I had an article the other week, and I should have pulled this up. There are more than 600 people running for the office of president. Now, again, I've told you, I think D.C. is a lost cause to put all your energy into. I, I just, I really do. It has grown into such a beast your voice is like, it's like that in, in the big scheme of things. Well, we got lots of voices. Tim, we can put it. Yeah, but how many people are actually doing that? That's the first thing. The second thing is, how do you affect a righteous change? You do it in your own community where people see you doing it, where your life is lived. Again, I go back to the um, a character traits that the scriptures give, even for an elder and a bishop. Now, why are they doing that? Well, we read from Paul that he sent Titus into the area of Crete there in order to set up elders. I mean, he they, he's went and established a church there in, in Crete. Now he says, you go in there and you point elders in every city. Why is that? So that the people have an example of what it is to follow Christ before them. They don't have a vicar of Christ. They have an example of him. And what is that example to look like? Well, you look in First Timothy 3, you look in, we might hit that. Yeah, we're going to hit that just on one little area. First Timothy 3, uh, Titus 2, and or Titus 1. And we've dealt with this in a show on, on character. Not only in the pulpit, in the home, and in the civil government. You've got to have that. If you don't have a man of character that you can validate as a man of character, then you're giving the excuse of, I'm voting for the lesser of two evils. You're still voting for evil. You're giving that as an excuse for your lack of thoroughness in checking out whether the guy has the character he should have to be in that office. Oh, Tim, we're not, a, we're not electing a pastor in chief. So what you're telling me, if you give me that excuse, is you want a man of less character in the White House or in the Congress or in your state legislature or your county council, whatever the case may be. You want a man of less character than you would expect to be in your pulpit. Well, then you're going to get exactly what you want. You're going to get exactly what you want. So let's take a look at some of the lies, okay? Now, before I start, one of the things, excuse me, is I want to show you what the church is to be. So this morning, I'm, I know I'm speaking to a wide audience. I know that some are Christian, some are not Christian. 
by and large, I'm going to speak to you as those who are of the household of God. Okay. But those of you who are not, listen because you can learn something from this too. And I'm sure there are many who even aren't Christian who would agree with what I'm saying as far as the character part. This is what scripture says that the church is to be about. First Timothy 3, and again, he's just finished telling us the character traits of those who would be bishops or elders or, uh, well, be bishops, elders, overseers. That's kind of the same term uh, that's used here. And then also deacons, what their characters to be. How are they perceived by those inside and outside the church? Okay. Verse 15 of First Timothy 3 says this, But if I tarry long that thou mayest know how thou oughtst to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. What is the church? What is the assembly? What is the ecclesia? What is the what are the what is the gathering of the people of God? They are the pillar and the ground of the truth. They're to present the truth to the world. We're going to talk about the lying part here in just a little bit uh, about some of these guys when we get to it. This was an article I did back in um, December. And um, interestingly enough, this is, um, I, I brought some things over from a guy by the name of Spencer Brown, no relation that I know of. Uh, he listed the seven biggest lies of Joe Biden. Now, for this audience, What's interesting is I can I don't have to play Joe Biden. Most people in this audience know Joe Biden is a criminal, a man who is worthy of death, as you read at the end of Romans chapter 1, of what he supports and what he's done. I don't have to convince you of this, but I'm going to go through it just so people say, why aren't you picking on Biden? Because they're idolaters. They have raised up men who are ungodly, who don't have the character that Scripture speaks of, and they lift them up as though they are God's man. And listen, I'm no fool. God puts who he will in power, and he takes down who he wants to. He shows mercy to whom he wants to, and he hardens whom he wants to. He fashions the hearts of men. Psalm 33. Boy, that one stood out to me yesterday. Individually, he forms the hearts of man. Can the can the, the 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 thing made say to the one who made it, what are you doing? Romans chapter nine. Uh-huh. God has a good purpose in what he's doing, even with wicked men. Now, uh, eventually he's going to use them for the glory of his justice. Read Romans nine. That's exactly what it's saying. What if God? wanted to tolerate their sin and their wickedness so that he might be glorified eventually in his justice towards them. Oh, Tim, God would never do something. And you've been taught that. You've been taught that from hirelings in the pulpit, but that's not what Scripture says. And Scripture says very clearly that God is the one in control and I mean full control. There's not an atom in the universe that's just running wild out here. If a sparrow falls to the ground, does it do so without God's knowledge and without his approval and without his decree? Nope. 
Nope. And how much more are you worth than sparrows, the scripture says, for those who were his? How much more are you worth? Oh, you're worth more than everything in the world. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? I mean, that's an expensive soul, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So here's here's a couple of things. I'm going to give just quickly these, but I want to focus on the Republican guys. And it's not because I'm sitting here trying to undermine, you know, people who may think largely like we do. The action is maybe a little different, but it's not I'm trying to do that. It's just that I know that most of the people who listen to this show will already understand this about Biden. OK, so this was done back in October. He says this, the economy is strong as hell. Really? While he's eating his ice cream. Now, at first, I want to address a lie there. What does Jesus say about hell? Hmm? The gates of hell shall not forget. For, uh, ah, I'm having one of those moments this morning. The gates of hell shall not prevail against who? The church, the church that he established with his own blood. So hell in and of itself is weak. It's just got gates. That's all it is. And the economy is not strong. It is weak. This is why we're uh, experiencing massive inflation. In fact, uh, there is a thing. You can, you can put it in the search engine, and there is an inflation calculator. Oh, I think I clicked the wrong thing. I was going to bring this up just in case any of you have not seen this, but you can get it. Um, the U.S. Inflation Calculator. It's called U.S. US Inflation Calculator dot com. Check this out. So 1913, you go into 1914 where the Federal Reserve is established and then 2023. So if you spent a dollar in 1913, whatever you could get for a dollar, which was probably quite a bit for, for, for one dollar. In 2023, that same item would cost you $30.39. Are you getting that? In just over a hundred years, with these criminals and the Federal Reserve and our criminal Congress working together, you are facing an inflation rate that is almost 3,000%. But you're told the economy's good. Now, now, look, don't say, well, see, it was good under Trump. And then, Well, wait a minute. Are you telling me that you could buy for a dollar in 1913 what you could buy today or in 2016, 17, 18, 19, or 20? Then the economy wasn't that good. You were being deceived. Donald Trump was still going through quantitative easing. We'll get into that in just a little bit. And, and money printing and things. The economy was not great. You were being deceived. You got more money that was worth less for those of you who are business owners and stuff like that. People were getting more of that unlawful money that we talked about before, which is abominable in the sight of God. I want you to just see that as part of what we're talking about here. Uh, continuing on here, and you guys can see the videos, the videos of these statements that uh, Biden makes. I'll have that in the in the uh, in the archive. He says, "I signed a law to cancel student loan debt that passed by a vote or two. 
The president's announcement about student loan debt was one of the most transparent attempts to mobilize young Democrat voters ahead of midterm cycle uh, in years. How do you how do you do fellow kids? How about I take your student debt burden and pass it on to taxpayers who chose not to take a six-figure debt in order to get useless degrees? Again, this guy is, uh, what's his name? Spencer Brown. Again, no relation. That's a good point. That's exactly what he's doing. We're going we're gonna to free you students up from the stupid debt you went into. And we're going to lay it on the backs of those who didn't take the loan which the federal government is not authorized to give in the first place, by the way. Jim Crow 2, and you'll see all the reasons. There's just there's going to be a whole lot that we're going to cover today. I just can't go through each one. Jim Crow 2, as usual, President Biden refuses to back down from lies even when clear evidence contradicts his claims. Typified by his false smears of Georgia's election integrity law, Despite Biden's frequent attempts to say the legislation was little more than an attempt at racist disenfranchisement, he's going to put y'all back in chains. Remember that little little thing that uh, Biden did where he, he uh, played to his audience? He says it's never been true. Number four. And these are just the these are just the big ones. I mean, we could jump into the Nord Stream uh, explosion. We could jump into the Ukraine stuff and all of that stuff too. China, everything else. But these are just four big ones for 2022. No national plan to get Americans vaccinated. Well, the whole convids is a lie in and of itself. That's not just with the politicians who are pimping the shot for their uh, big pharma. Uh, campaign contributors. It's for the CDC. It's for the FDA. It's for the HHS. It's it, There's a ton of these people involved. And yet another literally unbelievable lie from President Biden. He claimed that uh, this year that when he was sworn into office, quote, there was no national plan to get Americans vaccinated and jumpstart our economy. Well, that's just nonsense. <laughs> Who did we have at the helm spending our money unlawfully? It's not. It's not authorized in Article 1 of the constitution who was spending billions of dollars and giving those billions of dollars to build uh, to big pharma who was doing was that joe biden huh w w was that barack obama w was that bill clinton no, no, no that was i love how uh, mr wordsworth said precedent not president precedent trump that was donald trump doing it and then he pimped their shot like a good little pimp. And he told the world that nobody's died from this shot. This is the same guy <laughs> that when asked his favorite Bible verse, couldn't name one. Then the second time he did it, he named something that wasn't even in the scripture. Same guy. And people are ready to put this joker back in the White House. They're buying into the WWE that's going to go on, that's going on in New York and will, I guess, make front pages tomorrow. Listen, it, it's all a scam to you. It's all a scam for you to believe in and give your support behind the guy that they're presumably attacking. Nothing's happened to the guy. Well, that's because God's protecting him. Really? Is that what you think? Come on. Come on. Oh, there was a plan to push these shots. No doubt about it. Check this one out. 
One of Biden's favorite lies, as he continues to attack the Second Amendment, and those of you who carry your firearms uh, as a God-given right, not as a permission from the state, uh, he says you couldn't buy a cannon when this Second Amendment was passed. I mean, again, I can play all this, but I want to I want to take the majority of the time to focus on the guys that this audience and maybe some of you are thinking about Biden. I don't know. You need to repent, but the fact of the matter is, you've got these other guys who are coming. So I want to I want to focus on them. Of course, you could buy a cannon. There were cannons that were owned. Back in the day, in fact, when you go back and you see what Paul Revere was riding through the streets saying, the British are coming, what were they coming for? They were coming for the people's cannons, for their muskets, for their gunpowder, for their pistols. They were coming for their weapons. And you go back and, you know, right down the road from me, literally four miles from me, is where General Ferguson is buried. At Kings Mountain Battleground. Everybody in the area knows who General Ferguson is. Why? Because when you finish the little tour, the, the walk through the woods and everything, you read all the plaques and everything and what went on, General Ferguson's grave is right there. There's like a little bridge, and it's just a pile of rocks. And people pick up rocks and they throw it on. You see over the years how it's grown. And they do it not as a sign of <clears throat> necessarily memorial, at least not now. It's a sign of disgust and of the tyranny of England. But General Ferguson was developing, from what I understand, a, a type of repeating rifle. And if he'd have had it and got it in the hands of his men here in Kings Mountain, he would have probably won the war there. Our forefathers used the term arms because they were not going to relate, they were not going to relegate it to a musket anymore then we should expect journalists to relegate themselves to a quill pen. And I've heard journalists say stupid stuff. Oh, you know, well, they just had muskets. Well, yeah, they just had a quill pen, too. And good luck finding the kind of paper they were going to write on, too. So you don't get any of the modern... Let's just take it away from them, too. You don't get any of the modern paper. You don't get computers. You don't get typewriters. You've got to sit there, and you've got to get your ink. You've got to get your own feather pen, and you've got to get your own parchment to write on. How about we do it like that? That probably would save us a lot of deception, by the way. Just saying. Can you imagine how many stories those guys could get out? Very few to deceive the people with. Why, why don't we try doing that? Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's number five. Let me give you two more real quick, and then we're going to jump to the other side. Six, basically, his whole... <laughs> Resume. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Biden claimed he was appointed to the U.S. Naval Academy in 1965, but that's the year he graduated from the University of Delaware. Now, look, I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> there are times when we speak, including yours truly, where we misspeak. We're thinking of one thing and we say the other, and that happens. That that can happen. If he corrected it, fine. If not, but that's but we but we know Joe Joe Biden lies about so many things. It's it's almost certain that when the guy is talking to you, there are lies coming out of his mouth. Why? His daddy is the father of lies. That's why. Oh, Tim, you're making a judgment. No, I'm just pointing out this is how the man conducts himself. This is his character. It's not like he missed something or misspoke. He's deliberately doing these things. So 
Biden claimed uh, he really enjoyed teaching at the University of Pennsylvania, but he never taught a class there. Biden claimed a significant portion of his house burned down in 2004 with my wife in it, <laughs> but it was a small contained kitchen fire. And then the final one here that we had in this list of seven, the border is secure. And, uh, you know, friends, we've showed you so many of the of the videos where the border is not secure. It's not. And the catch and release stuff and the influx of people from the Middle East, as well as Central and South America, is absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Really is. I want to take and jump over here just a second and just point this out. Now, this will be one that I have in the um, <clears throat> in the archives. This is from our friend Corey Lynn. Again, I, my opinion, one of the uh, great investigative journalists of our time. Really, I mean that. She's very humble, very simple in what she does, but really great uh, journalist. And she allows us to carry her, her stuff at sonslibertymedia.com. 30 of the biggest lies and hoaxes perpetrated on the American people, largely from our own government. So that will be in the archives, okay? So this is going to be bigger than just, you know, an individual uh, that we're going to highlight here. Now, with that said, um, I'm missing one of the places that I had. Oh, okay. So this is <clears throat> the latest, and I put this up yesterday. Now, Laura Loomer, lover a hater. Okay, look, I know she's into Zionism and Israel. I know she's uh, sometimes her her tactics are not the conventional, but I'm going to tell you, in some cases, I think she's great in doing that. She just she's a bulldog and going up against these politicians, asking them questions, getting in their face, uh, even the ones that she doesn't like. And um, and for that, I commend her on that. So she had this video she put out. I think it was on Saturday that she did it, or maybe it was Friday. It was on the issue of Governor Ron DeSantis, and it was titled Three Lies Ron DeSantis uh, Told Us All. Okay. And this comes from uh, her. Somehow she is on YouTube. I guess she's on. She's OK to speak on YouTube uh, simply because of the fact that uh, she uh, uh, isn't talking about the shot. Okay. So, but she does have a video that goes with this to to support the claims that she's saying about the lies that are being said. So, uh, so here's Laura Limmer. I'm not, it's just a few minutes. I'm going to let her lay this out, and then we're going to go on to the other chosen favorite, the guy who's really being put up in the media and gaining the support, millions of dollars in support, and a lot of people getting behind him, Donald Trump. But <clears throat> listen to what Laura Loomer has to say about Ron DeSantis. And remember, she lives in his state. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Loomer Unleashed. I'm your host, Laura Loomer, and on this episode of Loomer Unleashed, we're going to focus on three of Ron DeSantis' bloviations and broken promises. The first one, Ron DeSantis' promise to deliver open carry to the state of Florida. For years now, Governor Ron DeSantis has been falsely portraying the state of Florida as a pro-Second Amendment state. Our state actually isn't so strong on guns. You see, here in the state of Florida, even though we have Republican senators, a Republican governor, and a Republican legislature, we have red flag laws that were introduced and supported by these same Republican politicians. Ron DeSantis himself, in the aftermath of Parkland, said that he supports red flag laws and said that we need to be monitoring people's online activity more so that we can better determine whether that person should be red flagged. You would think that it would be easy to get 
open carry and constitutional carry passed in the state of Florida with a Republican-controlled legislature. But when pressed on why the Republican legislature hasn't yet passed open carry, Ron DeSantis decided to dodge the question and said that he would pass anything related to open carry and constitutional carry that were put on his desk, but he failed to put pressure on the legislature to encourage them to get the job done. Broken promise number two, breaking up the big tech social media companies and making it illegal for them to censor political candidates for office in the state of Florida. Now, this broken promise is quite personal to me, and it's actually one of the main reasons why I was soured on Governor Ron DeSantis. You see, I voted for Governor Ron DeSantis in 2018, and I participated in the recount when his election was going to be stolen by the Democrats and Andrew Gillum and the crooked supervisors of elections in Broward and Palm Beach County. But when I really started to realize that Governor DeSantis was a professional bullshit artist is when he went on Fox News and said that it was going to be illegal in the state of Florida for the big tech social media companies to be censoring political candidates for office. Protect big tech from interfering in an election. And that may mean you you deplatform a candidate you don't like, uh, two guesses as to which type of candidate big tech wouldn't like, uh, but it also means uh, uh, doing the algorithms in a way that will suppress stories or accelerate them to benefit a candidate. That's effectively an in-kind contribution. Well, I think I would know if this legislation had passed, given that I was the first deplatformed candidate in United States history, and I ran for Congress in 2020 and 2022 as an America First Republican in the state of Florida. And not only did Governor Ron DeSantis stay silent as my campaign was the only campaign denied access to social media, but he also did the same in 2022 when I ran for Congress, despite saying that we had this new piece of amazing legislation in the state of Florida that would find these companies. Censorship is alive and well here in the state of Florida. Not only were these companies not fined for what they did to me in 2020, but they were never fined or held accountable in 2022 when I remained the only deplatformed candidate in the country and the only deplatformed candidate in the state of Florida. But DeSantis decided to stay silent because, as I said, he's a showboater and a professional bull artist. Broken promise number three, going after the Disney groomers and breaking up the Disney special district. How many of you remember over a year or so ago when the media pretended to go to war with Governor Ron DeSantis and Disney went to war with Governor Ron DeSantis over his parental rights and education bill? Now, this was a piece of legislation that I originally supported. I even staged a protest outside of Disney World in Orlando where I had signs calling them groomers for trying to advocate for the sexualization of children in the public school system. He went on a media tour and he said that he was going to dissolve Disney's special district. He said that he was going to get rid of their tax exempt status and that they would actually have to pay the $578 million in taxes that they would otherwise owe. How is Disney responding? Well, coming soon to Florida, Disney just announced that they're going to be hosting the largest LGBTQ summit ever in the state of Florida at Disney. Clearly, Disney isn't afraid of Governor Ron DeSantis, right? He likes to hoot and holler and pretend like he's such a strong warrior for the culture war. But at the end of the day, he caves. And if you look at his FEC reports, you'll see that Governor DeSantis has accepted over $100,000 from Disney. Don't just listen to the lies spewed by politicians online and on social media when they tell you that they've accomplished things that, one, they never accomplished, and two, never actually had the intention of accomplishing in the first place. If you enjoyed this video and you would like to receive more reports like okay. this. Okay. All right. So that's, that's Laura Loomer. And, oops. Sorry about that. Uh, that's Laura Loomer, you know, laying out her own governor and what was, what's been going on the past couple of years. We could add on to that 
uh, his his claim that he crushed Common Core, which he didn't. They just basically renamed it. Uh, we could lay on that he was, you know, stopping any mandates uh, of the experimental COVID shots, uh, which we know within the legislation that he didn't mess with, it allows for the state to say, well, you know, if we determine there's a real emergency here, we'll come to your house and we'll give you them shots. We'll make it mandatory. That's what we got to do. I mean, these guys are, and by the way, let me just throw this in. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to be finishing up the show with a, um, one of Bradley's videos. I, I think it's probably not the best video that he's done, but I think it's one of those that, uh, is, uh, very thorough in the lies that we were told by Trump. So I'm going to end with that. But this comes from <clears throat> a good friend of mine. Uh, well, not a good, I shouldn't say it comes from him. It comes from somebody else. This is a passage from a book. Uh, that I was recommended by a good friend. Let me let me put it that way. This is um, foreign conspiracy against the liberties of the university, uh, the university, the United States. And yes, this came from Mr. Wordsworth, uh, Romney Wordsworth. If you're seeing him in the uh, in the chat there, and uh, I got a passage. I took your advice. I read. Uh, well, I am reading it. Let me put it that way. And this is one of the passages I want to give to you because. I mentioned Laura Loomer and the Israel thing. I, I got to tell you, I know a lot of people buy into that stuff. I would think you would be better off to just ditch that. You're an American. I, I understand you're you're Jewish or whatever, uh, but you're an American, and uh, you should be promoting that rather than uh, an an antichrist state of Israel. Which I I get Jewishness. If you're staying in Judaism, if you're staying in that, it's the synagogue of Satan. It's antichrist too. Read First and Second John. You're denying the Christ. That makes you an antichrist. I'm, I'm not saying it in derogatory tour. I'm saying that's what you are. That's the kind of doctrines that you hold to. But, th but this has a play on, on Governor DeSantis. It has a play on Joe Biden. And one could say, because Donald Trump and his wife went and worshipped at the uh, statue of... Um, Paul John, what's the guy? Um, pope John Paul II, and going and seeing the current pope and such, that this is affiliated with him. This is from that book. Now it's going to be kind of small. I hope you guys can read it. But if not, I gave you the link in the uh, in the chat. You can pick up the book. It's it's fairly inexpensive on a Kindle if you want to read it on your computer, tablet, or phone, something like that. This is what it says. Now this guy. He's got a long name, Samuel Moore. Someone's going to break it down. He's got like four different names there. I don't, I don't understand how that works, but maybe someone could explain it. He says, they will be deeply impressed. And, and his book is about how Austria is trying to influence um, the United States as a Catholic country, that the Pope is behind that. And he sees it as a subversion of the liberty the people experienced in the United States. And he wrote this back in the 1800s, by the way. He says this, They will be deeply impressed with the truth that popery is a political as well as a religious system. That in this respect, it differs totally from all other sects, from, and he's talking about sects of Christianity, from all other forms of religion in the country. Remember, we didn't have Islam raising its head here in the 1800s. 
We didn't have Buddhism or Satanism or, I mean, we had all kinds of secret societies, which you could claim as a form of Satanism uh, and some other things that were going on at the time. But the fact of the matter is we didn't have anything really but the Christian religion that was being expound or being distorted into sects. And so he says, Popery is different. Popery embodies in itself uh, the closest union of church and state. Observe it at the fountainhead. In the Roman states, the civil and ecclesiastical offices are blended together in the same individual. The Pope is the king. You get that? The Pope is the king. A cardinal is secretary of state. The consistory of cardinals in the is the cabinet, council, the ministry, and they are viceroys in the provinces. The archbishops are ambassadors to foreign courts. Just remember that the next time you hear Archbishop blah, blah, blah does this. They're ambassadors to foreign courts. Again, this guy's writing in the, I think it was the early 1800s. The bishops and judges and magistrates and the road to preferment to most, if not all the great offices of state, is through the priesthood. In Rome and the patrimony of St. Peter, the temporal and spiritual powers are so closely united in the same individual that no attack can be made on any temporal misrule without drawing down upon the assailants the vengeance of the spiritual power exercised by the same individual. Is the judge corrupt or oppressive, and do the people rise against him? The judge retires into the bishop, and in his sacred retreat cries, Touch not the Lord's anointed. Can we not discern the political character of popery? Shall the name of religion artfully connected with it still blind our eyes? Let us suppose a body of men combine together and claim as their right that all public and private property of whatever kind is held at their disposal. Oh, that's getting close to that. Isn't that what the whole idea of you'll own nothing and be happy is about? Yep, that's the same thing. And I'll guarantee you, if you look behind the World Economic Forum, you might find the Vatican hiding behind there. That they alone are to judge of their own right to dispose of it. That they alone are authorized to think or to speak on the subject. That they who speak or write in opposition to them are traitors and must be put to death. That all temporal power is secondary to theirs and amendable to their superior and infallible judgment. And the better to hide the presumption of these tyrannical claims, suppose that these men should pretend to divine right and call their system religion and so claim the protection of our laws? Would the name of religion be a cloak sufficiently thick to hide such absurdity and shield it from public? And this is something we pointed out with Islam as well, hiding behind the cloak of religion while pushing their political agenda, right? Same thing happens with the Vatican. Take then from Popery its name of religion, strip its officers of their pompous titles of sacredness and its decrees of the nauseous cant of piety. And what have you remaining? Is it not a naked, odious despotism, depending for its strength on the observance of the strictest military discipline in its ranks, from the Pope through its cardinals, archbishops, and down to the lowest priest of his dominions? And is not this despotism acting politically 
in this country. Samuel Morris, Samuel Morse, excuse me, is pointing out it's happening in the U.S. at that time. They're trying to sneak it in. They were trying to sneak it in. Roman Catholicism. The, the colonies were Protestant for in large measure. And they were sneaking it in. A little leaven leavens the whole lump, right? Satan came to Eve and he said what? Yeah, God knows, you know, has he said this really? He knows you're going to be like him. It's all going to be good. It's all good, you know, to, to use the vernacular. It's all good. Go ahead, Eve. It don't it look good. Doesn't it make your mouth water? Go ahead and eat that fruit that God said you couldn't have. It's not a big deal. It's just one tree. It's just one, just one bite. He'll never know. You never see it. And you'll be like him. And not only was she deceived, she, and this is why, look, guys, I don't write the scriptures. This is why God said the woman is not to be an authority over a man. Because she was deceived first. Look, let's let's make clear. Eve was deceived. Adam walked in eyes wide open. So if you want to say who was the stupider of the two, Adam's your boy. This is not an attack on women. It's just simply saying what the Bible says. They were deceived. They didn't know any better. But Adam said, well, honey, if you ate it, I'll eat it. The same thing happens here with all of this stuff that we're, we're seeing taking place. All right, so that's that one. I also want to toss out this one, too, because this is next on my reading list. And again, this is from uh, Mr. Wordsworth as well. But uh, this one is the uh, secret history of the Jesuits. I'm just going to toss that in. Uh, you guys have the link there in the um, in the uh, in the video platform. Edmund Paris is the guy's name. So this one is next on my reading list because this ties right in to the passage. I, and I got to tell you, I, the more I read of what this guy Morris was writing in the 1800s, I'm just sitting here going, how in how in the world without mass media, social media, internet, and all this, how did he know that Austria was doing all this stuff? And that the, the, the Pope was behind it. It's, it's absolutely incredible. But he did. And he points these things out. Now, I want to play, I want to read these passages to you from Scripture. And then I'm going to play, play uh, Bradley's video on Trump. We've played it once on the show here in the morning. And I think it's that good. I really do. I think it's that good. And, um, you know, I, I do think, I'll make one little slight correction. I do think there was a small bit of new wall that got built, like three, mile, three miles or something like that. Maybe not even that. I, I don't remember. And then there was a few, like a couple of miles that were, was built by the people through that uh, build the wall thing or whatever it was that Brian Colfitch had that he was indicted on, that uh, Steve Bannon was indicted on, all of that other. but. There was a couple, but that's the only difference. Everything else that you see in this, that you'll see in this video and that you'll hear in this, in the audio there, uh, those of you who want to hear it all, I'm going to start it. We'll close out the show. You can see the rest of it, sonsoflibertymedia.com, before it's news.com. That's where you can catch it, or on Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. But I want to put it here. What happens when, when you've got liars who are in places of authority. Well, let's go to a passage we talked about on Saturday. 
These six things, this is from Proverbs 6, beginning verse 16. These six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven are what? What, what is that word? It's an abomination unto him. The word abomination is not the word for sin. It's not the word for iniquity. It's not the word for transgression. It is a word that means absolutely nauseatingly disgusting. That's what it means. This is what these, so, so get in your mind when, when, Maybe you can take the picture from Revelation chapter 3, the church of Laodicea, where God sees that you're not either hot or cold. You're lukewarm, so it makes me want to, some translations say, spew you out. The vomit, vomit has, that word has some punch to it, if you will. Around here, we call it the technicolor yawn, okay? God wants to technicolor yawn, vomit you out of his mouth because you're lukewarm. You won't pick a side. You won't be you, you, you won't be on his side. You won't be on the devil's side. You kind of vacillate back and forth. The abomination is a disgusting thing, a disgusting thing. And here's what he says. The first thing is a proud look. Now, I want you to tell me that, that you have had a president, even a president, in the last, uh, say, at least 50 years. Who doesn't have a proud look? The second thing he says that's an abomination, he doesn't say sodomy, although sodomy is abomination, don't get me wrong. He also says that men dressing up like women or women dressing up like men is an abomination. The second thing he says is a lying tongue. A lying tongue. Do you realize that? If you lie, you've become an abomination before the Lord. Oh, my goodness. How we need to know what Scripture says about these things. And then what happens when you get a liar in a place of authority? Now, I'm just going to I'm going to give application here to what the Scripture says. This this Scripture is not. Uh, I don't think necessarily particularly talking about what I'm talking, but I'm giving an application to it. This is Proverbs 29, 12. If a ruler hearkens to lies, and again, we don't have rulers in this country. We have representatives, but they are people in authority. They have authority. We give them that authority. If a ruler hearkens to lies, all his servants are wicked. Now, stop and think about that for a second. If a ruler hearkens to lies, what happened back in 2020? We were fed lie after lie after lie after lie after lie about the convicts. And they are lies. They're lies. I'm, you can call me whatever name you want. You can say I'm dangerously unhinged. You can do all this kind of stuff if you want to do that. They were lies. SARS-CoV-2 was never isolated, never purified, never. And I've got guys on video saying it. We had the CDC having studies, documenting that and pulling them when we called it out. Like the very day that we put the thing out. Now, I realized that when, when that happened, there were other people who had done it, such as InfoWars over there. They had called it out too. We were about two days behind that. Uh, our own Suzanne Hamner was, had written about that. And the next day, no, it was, the, it was that day, they pulled the study that we were citing about them. And Donald Trump's supporters and his worshipers, I think there are two groups of that. Okay, you can disagree with me if you like, that's fine. 
I'm not God. I don't claim to be that. But both his supporters and his worshipers said, oh, he must have been misinformed. Oh, they must have lied to him. Burks and Fauci. Well, then why didn't he have the guts to stand up and speak the truth? Oh, Tim, you know there's a plan in place. If you'll just be patient, the storm's coming. I've been hearing that for years. I don't I don't know what's up with that. And then I hear some of those same people saying, we're in the midst of the storm. Oh, the storm's coming. Well, which is it? Is it coming or are we in it? See, you, you people have been deceived. Those of you who believe the QAnon sense, you've been deceived. And it says his servants are wicked. Well, what would we take in that case here in the case of Donald Trump? Well, what would we see? Well, he put these people in place. If if your theory is correct, that he was lied to, that he wasn't told the truth is, well, he's the one listening to it. Put it up here again. This is the word of God. If the ruler hearkens to lies, all his servants are wicked. All his servants are wicked. I didn't write that. That's been out for more than 2,000 years. Is he deceived? Well, if he's deceived, guess what? So are all his servants. So are all his servants. Excuse me. Real quickly, I'm going to try to get this in for the end of the radio portion of the show. Proverbs also tells us this. 14 verse 25. A true witness delivereth souls. Had Donald Trump come out and said, wait a minute, we haven't isolated this thing. We haven't purified this thing. These shots have not been tested fully. We should not be putting this out. And I, as president, I will not let this go out to kill my fellow Americans. But what did he do? He pushed it through. He spent your money to do it, billions of your dollars to do it. He told you it was safe and effective for He's, as far as I know, he still tells you. I, I don't know that he's telling anybody it's not. He's told, he's even went on national television and said nobody's died from the shot. And some of you want to put him back in office. Well, it's better than Joe Biden. Really? Really? How foolish is that in your thinking? How much you are in need of repentance and the Lord opening your eyes to what the truth is. Oh my goodness. Yes. You need to have your eyes open. Guys, we're going to continue this. I'm going to play this video. It's about 20 minutes. If you want to hear it, if you want to see it, jump over to media.com, beforesnews.com, or the live version here at Before It's News. Talk to you then. All right. I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. I want one more scripture verse I'm going to put in here, and then I'm going to play this video in case you haven't heard it. For those of you who've seen it, just bear with me, okay? I don't usually replay over and over the same videos, but this one is good. It's really, really good. This is also from the character traits. Actually, I've already read this one. I was going down my line of stuff. So we're going to move. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're going to move here to Bradley's video here dealing with Donald Trump and trying, look, it's not a thing of trying to cap on Donald Trump. It's just simply showing you the fruit of who the man is. And I would say the same thing to Donald Trump. I would say to any sinner who's a redneck like me out in rural, rural North Carolina who's a nobody. 
The same message is that Jesus died to save sinners. Isn't that what Matthew 121 said? His name shall be called Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. And the message of Donald Trump is no different than the message of Joe Biden or Barack Obama or to you or to me or to my children and my grandchildren. It is to repent of our sins and put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. With that said, this is Bradley's uh, video here, and you can catch it on Rumble. I'll have it in the archives if uh, if you're you're coming up. It's called Making America Great Again. We know what he said, but this is what he did. Here's Bradley Dean. Whoops. Oh, I'm going to have to start it all over again. It was at the end. Sorry, I must have been watching it before. Here we go. A warning for them that hear the next candidate talk of making America great again. Friends, do you like being lied to? Neither do I. And with that said, I felt it time to share with you what it is that I've been sharing over the last six years when it comes to the likes of a Donald Trump. As you know, Donald Trump has been groomed by the mainstream media in America for over 30 years now. You know, as Donald calls them, the mainstream media, fake news, well, he's right. And they did this in a favorable light. Donald Trump, like the Kardashians, have done nothing to warrant such acceptance and favorability that the mainstream media has given unto them. You are all often described as famous for being famous. You don't really act. You don't sing. You don't dance. You don't have any, forgive me, any talent. But we're still entertaining people. What I ask, you must answer. What is it that Donald Trump has done to attain such worldwide notoriety? Think of this for a moment, if you would. Why would Oprah Winfrey, back in 1988, have Donald Trump on her highly successful show asking him the question, teeing it up for him, of course, if he would ever consider running for the presidency of the United States of America? This, this sounds like political presidential talk to me. And I know people have talked to you about whether or not you want to run. Would you, would you ever? Probably not. But I, I do get tired of seeing the country ripped Why off. would you not? I just don't think I really have the inclination to do it. I love what I'm doing. I really like it. Also, I, it doesn't pay as well. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Friends, this is known as forecasting and conditioning. In 2004, Donald Trump was given his own television series called The Apprentice. This is to give you the impression, the people at large, that if anyone can get the job done, surely it will be Donald Trump. The opposite is true, but the American people not quite learning the lessons from the past, that is from the corrupt in Washington, along with the machine working hand in glove with the spin doctors and the useful idiots in the CIA mockingbird controlled media, I gotta say, not bad for a guy who has done virtually nothing to receive all of this attention that he's been mysteriously handed. So without further narration on how it is that he got to the position with the help of his cronies in high places, let's get to what it is that he told the people in promise and what it is that he actually did. 
Remember Donald Trump told us on the presidential campaign trail that he was going to look into Hillary Clinton's lies and scandals with that special prosecutor? If I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor. Never did. To look into your situation. Never did. Because there has never been so many lies, so much deception. Lies are coming out of his mouth right there. And we're going to have a special prosecutor. Well, that's what he said, but 41 seconds into his victory speech, he tells the American people, I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. She congratulated us, it's about us, on our victory. And I congratulated her and her family on a very, very hard-fought campaign. I mean, she she fought very hard. Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time. And we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. I mean that very sincerely. Now it's time. Friends, his first legislative act, as they call it, was the $1.3 trillion omnibus bill, which is described by the 2,232-page bill by Donald Trump as ridiculous, but said that he felt the need to sign it because of his duty to protect the country. As a matter of national security, I signed this omnibus budget bill, Trump said. There's a lot of things I'm unhappy about in this bill. I say to Congress, I will never sign another bill like this again. See, Trump complained that the bill was too long with too little time to read it. This is what's in the bill. $12 million scholarship for Lebanon. $20 million for the Middle East Partnership. $12 million in military funding for Vietnam. $3.5 million in nutrition assistance to Laos. $15 million in development assistance to China. $10 million for women Leos in Afghanistan. $218 million for promoting democracy development in Europe. $10 million for disadvantaged Egyptian students. $1.37 billion for contributions to international organizations. $51 million to promote international family planning and reproductive health. In other words, abortion. $10 million for United Nations environmental programs. $5 million for Vietnam Education Foundation grants. $2.579 million for Commission on Security and Cooperation in Europe. $15 million to USAID for promoting international higher education between universities. $1 million for the Cultural Antiquities Task Force. $6.25 for the Ambassadors Fund for Cultural Preservation. $20 million for countering foreign state propaganda. I kid you negative. $12 million for countering state disinformation and pressure. Remember, friends, this was all done, said Donald Trump, for the protection of our country. We know what you told us, Donald Trump, but we also took the time to pay attention to the things that you, in fact, have done. 
Do you remember when Donald Trump told us that the national debt, you know, the national deficit was going to be so easily resolved once he got into office? For many, many years, the United States has suffered through massive trade deficits. That's why we have $20 trillion in debt. So we'll be changing that. It's literally first grade business it's so simple and donald and left us with almost 30 trillion the result is it's tougher to Just get so out you know. because they've been so used to making so much money off our country and we can't let them do that anymore we're going to start paying down debt we have a country that's essentially a debtor nation right now so we're going to make our country wealthy again well, Donald Trump's presidency drove the national deficit even higher by adding $7.8 trillion to further indebt the American people. It was more Is than that How you make America that came great again? after this video was done. Trump, we know what you told us, but we also know what you did. Remember when Donald Trump told us that he was going to build the wall to keep America's enemies out? Well, take a look at this. I will build a great, great wall, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Mark my words. The wall's going to get built, folks. Just in case anybody has any question, we need the wall to get the wall. We're going to have a wall. The wall's happening. Build that wall. Build that wall. On day one, we will begin working on an impenetrable, physical, tall, powerful, beautiful southern border wall. I'd love not to build the wall, but you need the wall. Building it? Not negotiating. We have no choice. We have to close down our government. We're building that wall. You can't get Mexico to pay for the wall. You, of course you can. Do you have any doubt that I will get them to pay for the wall? We will yes. build the wall as sure as you are standing there. As sure as you're standing there. No. One hundred percent. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Who's going to pay for the wall? You are. Who's not going to pay for the wall? Vermont. No, Mexico. Clear. U.S. taxpayers will have to pay for it up front. What is your plan? That's not clear at all. So the yes, American clear. taxpayer will pay for the wall at first. Ooh. All it is is we'll be reimbursed. Oh. We'll be reimbursing the United States. Do you hear the devil? It may be through a reimbursement. You hear that civil we tongue? We the wall. We didn't discuss payment of the wall. I will build the greatest wall that you've ever seen. I want a gorgeous wall. And you do a beautiful, nice precast plank with beautiful everything. Just perfect. What's Just it going to be made out of? What are the walls going to be made out of? It's going to be made of hardened concrete, and it's going to be made out of rebar. And seal. I'm talking about a wall. See that ceiling up there? Higher. We're thinking about building the wall as a solar wall. And we're going to have a door in the wall. If they ever get up there, they're in trouble. Because there's no way to get down. They go through the door, Donald. Know. It's not a fence. It's a wall. Yeah, it could be, there could be some fencing. Mexico will not pay for the wall. Could we have your comment? I said, yes. The wall just got 10 feet taller. 10 feet taller. 10 feet higher. Higher, higher. Higher, higher. Let's say the wall costs $4 billion. $5 billion. The wall is going to cost 6 or $7 billion. Well, probably eight billion it's gonna cost ten billion the wall's gonna cost ten billion dollars maybe twelve we're putting down twenty five billion for the wall and who's gonna pay for the wall who's gonna pay for the wall you are you know what Donald Trump told us but we also took the time to see what in fact that he's responsible for doing Despite Donald acting worried about the infiltration of illegals, namely Muslims in this particular case, and playing up to the people that he was going to put a stop to it, nearly 180,000 illegal immigrants with criminal records ordered deported from our country are tonight roaming free 
to threaten peaceful citizens. They are being released by the tens of thousands into our communities with no regard for the impact on public safety or resources. What did Donald do? Why, he tripled funding of that, of Obama, when it came to the funding of these organizations in America. I can just hear it now, Bradley. I got you on the Second Amendment. Donald Trump was the most pro-Second Amendment president ever in the history of America. Really. As politicians and anti-gun rights activists continuously chant, we don't want to take your guns behind the scenes. In only the last five months, under that of Donald Trump's presidency, politicians have been working overtime to limit your right to bear arms. These laws, as they call them, are all a reaction to the shooting in Parkland, Florida. And like most politicians in what it is that they always do, they are not letting this crisis go to waste. Since the tragic shooting in Florida in February, the Giffords Law Center to prevent gun violence under Donald Trump's administration has recorded a whopping 55 new gun control measures in 26 states. Americans, is this how you make America great again? Friends, did you also know besides claiming to be America's most gay president? Yes, you heard me right. Donald Trump was also the one behind the transgender pageantries. Also take note, friends, that Donald Trump was also the one attempting to globally decriminalize sodomy. You know it as the gay agenda. I will do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens from the violence and oppression of a hateful foreign ideology. Oh my goodness. Okay, I got to stop here just a second. I, I got to stop here. What he's saying is those who call out the perversions of the drag queen story hour, the LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ, whatever they come up with that are complete fantasies and lies. He says he wants to drive it away because it's a foreign ideology. I'm going to have to do this. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt here because right now with what we've got going on, especially out of this covenant Presbyterian church shooting thing, uh, we have the White House with uh, KGP, that, that little knucklehead who wanted to stand on its head and say, the transdelusional people are being attacked while Christians are being murdered. I don't, I, I never saw a Christian pull out a weapon to just go. I mean, maybe there is, I, I don't, but I don't know anything. And I don't think it would be necessarily com compatible with scripture to just run up into a crowd of LGBTQ people and just start indiscriminately murdering people. Nevertheless, our forefathers dealt with this stuff. And uh, I'm going to do this live. Some of you have heard this, but I feel like I need to do that, especially in light of what we've just come through here in the past year or so. So I did this back in 2015. And let me just address this, because Donald Trump not only just said what you heard him say, he put an open sodomite 
who claims he's quote-unquote married to another man as ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell. Richard Grinnell was picked up by the GOP to push LGBTQRSTVWXYZ quote-unquote rights. They have no rights doing any of the stuff they're doing. Rights are to do what God has allowed in his law. You don't have the right to fornicate. You don't have the right to commit adultery. You don't have a right to steal. You don't have a right to covet. You certainly don't have a right to engage in sodomy. And not only did he take Richard Grinnell and make him an ambassador in Germany, he took him and made him head of national intelligence. And the GOP picked up on it and said, yeah, we'll take you rich. We like you log cabin Republicans, you sodomite Republicans. That's what they are. Let's just call them for what they are. Where you're hateful to him. I'm not hateful. They're going against the law. What law? The law of God. The law of nature. They go hand in hand. In fact, when Paul expresses this in Romans 1, he says it is unnatural. And men are not loved in that. They have been given over to that sin by God. That abomination. They're not loved. Why? They don't love God. And they're demonstrating that. So what does the Bible say? Let's go over here. Well, let's, before we go to the Bible, the Bible is very clear. Two men lie together as with womankind. They're to be put to death, period. That's what they're to be done. This is from Blackstone's book, The Fourth of Public Wrongs of Offenses Against the Persons of Individuals, chapter 15. Here's what he writes. What has been observed, which ought to be the more clear in proportion as the crime is the more detestable, may be applied to another offense of still a deeper malignity, the infamous crime against nature. By the way, Donald Trump hosted the LGBTQRSTV WXYZ stuff several years in a row here recently at his Mar-a-Lago resort. For those of you who want to say Donald Trump is any better than, than Joe Biden, you are completely under the delusion. You are. He is hosting the very things that God says is an abomination. How many of you would host in your backyard at a barbecue a bunch of sodomites, lesbians, and people who don't know what, trans, uh, what gender they are, what this non-binary stuff? I don't even begin to com contemplate what that is in their heads. People who want to be furries, people who want to be elves, who, who want to be all of this, you know, anything other than in the image of God, man or woman. But it is an offense so dark, says William Blackstone, uh, Blackstone, so dark in nature that the accusation should be clearly made out. I will not act so disagreeable part to my readers as well as myself as to dwell any longer upon the subject, the very mention of which is a disgrace to human nature. Now listen to me. Listen. And most of you get it who listen to me. I, I get it. But some of you will come in and you'll have, you'll take an issue and you'll prop up your, your idol, your political idol. You'll give him excuses like, well, Biden did it. Just had somebody do that in the uh, chat. Well, Biden was doing this. So when a guy does evil, the guy that you back, 
you justify him in his wickedness for doing the same thing. Shame on you, and you're in need of repentance. Now, you may be a believer, but I'm going to tell you, you're in need of repentance in that area right there because you've erected an idol. And I get it. You're inundated with all this stuff. You get the mockingbird media, and then you get the opposite side of that, the controlled opposition, which is the quote-unquote conservative media. And they come together and you go, well, this guy's definitely wrong. And then you listen to the conservatives and you go, and they make you feel good about justifying the guy who's violating the law. And I'm talking about specifically God's law. You, you, you let them schmooze you, woo you over into justifying what is evil. Does the Bible says that we're to pay, repay evil with evil? No. It says we're to overcome evil with, what is it? Good. We're to overcome evil with good. Hey, Michael, let me, let me just let you in on something. Yeah, Obama married a man. That's right. Who took God out of the schools? We're in a spiritual war. We are, Michael. There's no doubt about it. Who continues to push the godless, Soviet-styled education that Democrats push? Oh, that was Donald Trump. In fact, that was his wife and daughter. They were pushing the same UNESCO agenda as all the other boys. Mm -hmm. They weren't putting God in the schools. They were continuing to advance a godless education system known as, you ready for it? Indoctrination. It's not education. It's indoctrination. We're going to have some of that going on here too. Let me hit these real quick. You can. I'll have this link up too if you want to read through this. Uh, these are just some things about that. Uh, with sodomy. Uh, George Washington drummed out a guy who was, who was convicted of attempted sodomy. Drummed him out of the army. They should have hanged the guy is what they should have done. When you go back and you read uh, On Plymouth Plantation by uh, William Bradford, go back and read what they did to this little teenager. He was out there engaged in what they called buggery, which is a, a form of sodomy. He was engaged in bestiality. With several animals, he confessed to the crime. And it is a crime. It is not a victimless. Sodomy is not a victimless crime, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. Even if it's consensual, if you've listened to Kate Cimarroni, she'll talk to you. And I don't even, I, it's shameful. Paul says it's shameful to talk about what they do. William Blackstone says it. The male fluids that come out of them during regular intercourse, and sodomy is not intercourse. It's sodomy. It's something different. They're toxic to the other person. This is why you have a flood of venereal diseases, sexual venereal diseases among sodomites. You have it among those who are heterosexual, who, who don't follow the Lord's command of saving that sexual intercourse until marriage. You have a flood of that. And what does the scripture say? And I'm going to go back to the video in a second, but this, this is very relevant to what we're seeing right now. Leviticus 20, 13, if a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination that shall surely be put to death. And God talks about putting the evil away from you so that others may learn not to follow in their footsteps. What's carried out in the physical is a lesson to be learned spiritually. Don't 
violate the law of God or there will be consequences. There will be consequences. Just a couple of um, laws from the states. Let's take New York because Donald Trump, I, he still has his uh, Trump Tower there. Uh, he's got his uh, Apollo worshiping penthouse that he's got going on there. If you haven't seen the pictures, you ought to pull it up. I suggest those of you who keep um, going on about Donald Trump, look at his idolatry in his own penthouse. He's not repented of that. In fact, he told us on camera that he's never repented. He's never asked God to forgive him. But he goes on counting the blood of the covenant, the Son of God, trampling it underfoot as an unclean thing. Because if you really want to know where he's tied to, just look at where his kids go. Habad Luvabit. Just go and look at that. New York, that the detestable and abominable vicery, uh, vice of buggery or sodomy shall be from henceforth a judged felony, and that every person being thereof convicted by verdict, confession, or outlawry, unlawful flight to avoid persecution shall be hanged by the neck until he or she be dead. That's New York, that's New York law. I don't have Florida here. I was going to go to Florida. I was going to go to the extreme. South Carolina, same thing. Vermont. Vermont. The, the, isn't that where Bernie Sanders is from? Vermont. If a man lieth with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, they shall, they shall suffer death. Has the Lord changed Christian, professed Christian? Has he changed about his view about sodomy? Or about what the punishment should be? For just punishment, I should say. And yet Donald Trump wanted to go a step further than just putting an ambassador in office who was an open sodomite or making him head of national. He wanted to decriminalize sodomy in the world. Now, if that isn't the spirit of Antichrist and you vote for it and call yourself a Christian, you might want to see what side you're really on. I'm just saying it so you know what side you're on. You're either on the side of Christ or you're on the side of Antichrist. As Moses called out to the children of Israel, choose you this day who you're going to serve. Get on the Lord's side. Jo Joshua echoed that again. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What are you going to do? Are you going to continue to make excuses for your political idol, or are you going to stand on the Lord's side and say, political idol? No. You are wicked and evil. You're in need of repentance. I've repented, and so therefore you must repent as well. Or are you going to keep on with the same old thing? Because you Republicans and Democrats, you've been doing this for 170 years. You've been listening to the lies of both sides, and where have they taken you down the road? They've taken you down the road to turning your nation into hell, which is exactly what God says in the Psalms. The nation that forgets me... And how do they forget him? By forgetting his commandments, by forgetting his Christ, by forgetting the Christ's work. They'll be turned into hell. That's what he says. Yeah, I'm getting a little animated because I think about what all this produces. 
and I'm not mad at anybody. So, you know, Michael, I know you're in there. Michael, let, let me let me let me just give you this thing. I'm glad you're there. I really am. Please don't think please don't think I'm attacking you. I'm not trying to do that. But what I am saying is this. Michael asked, after all I've said, thank you. Uh nuts, no, Bethany, sorry. Neither ah, I keep getting the wrong line. Okay, I have to ask, who would you vote for? Biden, America last? Michael, is that the question you should be asking? Let me let me just let you in on something. I said before, and I'll try to throw it in the archive. There right now, at this point, we're we're still almost two years off here from a 2024 election. And I'm going to tell you, any any vote you throw at Washington is a, is just you're wasting your time with it. You need to be working locally. You need to be out among the, your community, getting to know your community, and portraying what the law is by both your life and your mouth and character of the men you put in office locally. That's what you, there's where you need to focus. Just because you don't vote for Trump doesn't mean you vote for Biden. That's just a, it's an illogical thing. It really is. Go look up the laws of logic. It's, it doesn't fit there. The second thing is this. There are more than 600 people running for the White House right now. Oh, well, they don't have a chance. Why don't they have a chance? Because you won't give them a chance. Not because if you got behind them and you started promoting them and other people started promoting, they might have a chance. But no, you go up to the two dog bowls that who serve you? Who serves you those two dog bowls of Republican and Democrats? Who serves you? The Mockingbird Media and the two parties, which John Adams said the two-party system aligned under their leader is a great evil. And you will probably be one of those. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But everybody I know who uses that line of thinking said, well, we got to vote for the lesser of two evils. Where does the scripture tell you to do that? Where does the scripture tell you to vote for the lesser of two evils? Where does it tell you to support evil at all? It tells you specifically Ephesians 5.11. You can read it when you get a chance. We're to expose the works of darkness, not support them, not vote for them, not put them in office, not put them in the church. We're to expose them. What's hard to understand about this? And I understand it. You've been in, for lack of a better term, the matrix who has told you this stuff day in and day out. Your church has probably told you this. Your pastor has probably told you this stuff. He's probably told you that Romans 13 is about submitting to every authority, even the tyrants. When it doesn't say anything about that. We've got to get the understanding right. If we don't get the orthodoxy right, we'll never get the orthopraxy right. And if you don't understand what that is, what is an orthodontist? He is a guy who straightens your teeth. I used to have straight teeth. You can see it kind of on the top. You can't see it so much on the bottom because my uh, those little things that they put in after you have braces. I know braces are largely a thing of the past. They use those Invisalign things and stuff like that. But they put that in and I couldn't, I took it out to eat one day and I couldn't get it back in. My teeth were already crunching in on it. Ortho means to make straight. It just means to make straight, ortho, to make straight. You'll see that in the scriptures as well. And our orthodoxy is what we believe, our doctrine, doxy, doctrine. And our ortho orthopraxy is our practice, praxy, practice. Straight doctrine, true doctrine, 
straight practice. We talked about this out of second, uh, excuse me, Titus chapter two. Our practice should reflect our doctrine, what we believe. And if we're not doing that, then we are in need of repentance. Oh my goodness. Let's stop pointing the fingers at the, at the politicians and let's put the finger back on us. Where are you needed, at, friend, of repentance? Up here and here. I'm using my hands as what you do, what you think and what you do. Mark of the beast. Let's just draw an application. In your right hand, your forehead. Deuteronomy 6. The commands of God are to be to what? Huh? In your hand and frontlets between your eyes. That's where it points to. We got to get our doctrine right. We got to get our practice right. Can't just have right doctrine and wrong practice. Can't just have right practice and wrong doctrine. You got to bring them together. And then we have to apply them. Here's the rest of this video here. Uh, it's just got about six or seven minutes. Check it out. Again, we know what you said, Donald Trump, but we're also paying attention to what it is that you're doing. What of the Department of Education under Donald Trump's presidency? Donald Trump's Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, signed on to a radical global declaration that calls for, among other absurdities, brainwashing children to believe in the United Nations-backed ideology of total government known as sustainable development. In fact, the pseudo-treaty inked by Trump's education chief suggests that the purpose of schooling is to indoctrinate children with right values and teach them to be obedient workers. Speaking of children, Donald Trump claimed to be, once again, the most pro-life president in the United States history. What? Yep, he said that. It is my profound honor to be the first president in history to attend the March for Life. We're here for a very simple reason, to defend the right of every child, born and unborn, to fulfill their God-given potential. Caesar would have attended Unborn that if it had got him votes, but it kept him in a office. Stronger defender in the White House. While publicly denouncing abortion behind closed doors, he was funding these murderous organizations. CNSnews.com reported February 9th, 2018. Despite promising to defund Planned Parenthood, President Donald Trump signed a budget Friday that was passed by the Republican-led Congress that fully funds the nation's largest abortion provider. In a letter to pro-lifers during the election, Trump and Vice President Mike Pence said, I am committed to defunding Planned Parenthood as long as they continue to perform abortions, reallocating their funding to community health centers that provide comprehensive health care for women. Uh, by the way, he gave a hundred million dollars. Yeah, he signed Title uh, 10. Yeah, he stopped the foreign funding of Planned Parenthood. I give him that. But when it came to the domestic area in the United States, he funded Planned Parenthood a hundred million dollars more than Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka. 
Well, the budget provides more funding for community health centers and also fully funds Planned Parenthood. In fact, Trump has signed multiple continuing resolutions, CRs, that fully funded Planned Parenthood despite his campaign promise to defund it. The bill was passed in the wee hours of the night and complaining that they had just seven hours to read the 2,232-page bill, the length of two Bibles, said Representative Rod Bloom from Iowa, a bill stated Senator Rand Paul, which almost no one read. And P.S., in Planned Parenthood's fiscal year 2018, the first year that would reflect a Trump administration budget, Planned Parenthood received about $563.8 million in taxpayer funding. That level was a record for any administration in history, significantly more funding than Planned Parenthood got during any year of the Obama administration. We know what Donald Trump said, friends, but again, this is what he did. Apparently, this is how he makes America great again, and to his followers, of course. Did you also know that if Donald Trump is not granting clemency to his political cronies, then he is, that is, during the late night hours, and this before leaving the People's White House, grants 147 criminals pardons before his departure. And the week before this, his final legislative act, the COVID-19 stimulus bill, which was found once again to have funded our sworn enemies, and this on the backs of the American taxpayers. ABC7 reported the Washington DC pork inside of the new COVID-19 stimulus bill. It's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID, Trump said. This bill contains 85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia, 134 million to Burma, 1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment, $25 million for democracy. By the way, all of this is going on. We have people in the chat right now supporting this criminal and saying exactly, I mean, Michael, he had bad people in his ear. I will support President Donald Trump. to drain. He didn't drain it the first time. If you read Proverbs, it tells you exactly what's going on there. Brother, you need repentance. You need repentance. Uh, UP Trubery, same thing. No, I vote. I just don't. I, th the point is, I'm looking at what they are. You people are not. You look at a red jersey. You look at an R on the jersey. And you have to understand that you are supporting the very evil that you are condemning in the Democrats, but you supported the Republicans. Are you not listening to what's going on here with Trump supported? He didn't drain the swamp. For you to say, stop and think about what you're saying. He had bad people in his ear. Well, who put them there? Who put his advisors in? Was it somebody else? Was it Joe Biden? Was it Barack Obama? No, it was Donald Trump. Who was the guy who put the ambassadors in? Who was the guy who put his cabinet together? Was it somebody else or was it Donald Trump? Oh, he's so smart. He's playing 5D chess. I bet you guys believe that lie too. And yet, 
He puts people in his ear. You believe the lie then that the people who was in his ear gave him bad advice? Well, they probably did give him bad advice. But what was his discernment about that person? Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? You just bring it on yourself. So go ahead and support him. You might as well support Joe Biden. You might as well. You're going to get the same results. You're going to get told the economy is going to be better, which if you focus in on the economy is a Marxist approach. But if you focus in on justice and law, then that is a biblical approach. Go ahead and do it. You're going to get exactly. I'm not telling you to vote for anybody. There are over 600 people, UP True Blood or True Breed. There are over 600 people right at this point. There'll probably be a thousand or more. There have been over the past several election cycles. Oh, they're evil also. Really? Do you even know who they are? Do you even know who they are? No, you haven't even looked at them. Why? Because you're focused on what the two corrupt political parties are giving you and what the and the dog bowls that the Mockingbird media is putting up for you. And don't fall for their fake WWE that they're really attacking Trump. They're not. I might stand corrected if Trump gets assassinated. That's what they did to JFK. At least, at least the guy came out. For all of his wickedness, at least he came out and he was really going after some people. And they killed him in public. Some people say they're trying to do that on Tuesday. I don't know. If that happens, I might step back and, and ask a question, but it won't change what he's done. What he's done, what he's promoted, what he's signed into quote-unquote law are clear things that can be seen of the wickedness there. And if you want to support that, guess what? You're going to give an account to Yahweh over that. Paul says we're going to give an account of things done in the body, good and bad, on the day of judgment. You're going to give an account for that. This isn't a thing about you're taking out Tim. And this isn't a thing about me taking out Mike or UP. That, that's not, it's not about that. This is about the truth, guys. Do I want you guys on my side? Yeah. But you're going to have to come to the conclusion on your own. You're going to have to escape that matrix that they put you in. The lies that you've been fed, just like we were all fed. And you're going to have to repent of those. And you're going to have to uphold what God says. Not what Donald Trump says. Not what Joe Biden says or Barack Obama or anybody else or conservative talking heads or mockingbird media. You're going to have to uphold what God says. In gender programs in Pakistan, 505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. 40 million for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business. 1 billion for the Smithsonian, and an additional $154 million for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not even open. That's not Joe Biden funding that. Oh, That's Donald one Trump. One more thing. Bill Gates received $3.36 billion in that COVID-19 stimulus bill. By Donald Trump. Vaccinate the world's poor. By Donald Trump. And those vaccinations, mind you, you know them as the experimental jabs that are responsible for the adverse side effects and deaths of millions thus far.
in spite of all of this and so proud of himself, Donald Trump has now declared himself the father of the vaccination. I would have put a warning on or something on just that particular vaccine, but I certainly wouldn't have paused it and, and gotten front page news all over the world. And then people don't want it. And it probably even affects the others because, you know, there's a big situation with a lot of people don't want to take the vaccine. Well, this played right into their hands. And they want me to do public service messages and everything about everybody taking the vaccine. And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it you know, to get it done in less than nine months. Friends, how could he do all of this without the help of the mainstream media that in fact sold you Donald Trump? And just think, you thought that they were attacking him. I also know that Donald Trump, this noble billionaire, was also sold you as one that wouldn't take a paycheck from the American taxpayers. Oh boy, oh boy, I'm here to tell you, friends, that he's been doing nothing but taking from the American people. Now, in conclusion, before taking this lightly, do consider that hundreds of thousands of men have fought, bled, and died fighting against the very type of criminals in other countries that many are now subjecting themselves to in this country. These lying politicians promise with their hand on the Bible, swearing to God and to man to uphold, not to tear down the laws found within the U.S. Constitution, but to magnify the laws against the very crimes that in many cases they themselves are guilty of committing. Friends, this is not how you make America great again. Okay, all right. So that's the end. That's the end of the video there. Uh, you know, we got we got some things here, and I, I just want to address them. I, I want to close out things, but um, uh, there is an issue uh, where let me let me just address this part here. See if I can open this up here. So just pe it's just so people can see. Um, so again, Michael, let me address you. Biden pushed it on every single one or you lose your job. He mandated it. Yeah, he did. I'm not going to deny that. That's exactly what he did. Who set it up for him? Those shots should have been years in the making, but they weren't. Donald Trump did Operation Warp Speed. He used our military for it, something that the Constitution doesn't allow him to do for it, but he did it anyway. Where did he get that authority, Michael? Do you know your constitution? Yeah. But Anthony Fauci, Anthony Fauci. Yeah. And who kept Anthony Fauci on his entire term? Donald Trump. He didn't drain the swamp. He kept it in there, dude. Pay attention. And how is Donald Trump setting? How did he set up besides providing the shots? How did he set it up for Biden to mandate it? And I'm telling you what, they're already talking about it now. Going to be part of the this the inoculation, the alleged inoculation for school children. How did he set it up? It wasn't Biden. It was Trump setting it up. Look here. Remember when this came out? How many kids have died from measles? Really? How many have? I don't I don't know of any in history. Maybe there have been, but if it was, it was very insignificant. They got measles. Trump says they have to get the shot. Why? Because it's mandated. It's mandated. And if you can't see how they put one guy in to set it up for the other guy to take a swing at it, 
I don't know how to help you. They are both working for the same master, their daddy, the devil. They are pushing along. And by the way, they think it's right. They think it's good. Or they wouldn't be pushing it. And what does the Bible say? There is a way that is right to man. But the end thereof leads to death. And I'm going to tell you, this political process that we're in right now, the people think they're right in supporting these wicked men. And by the way, God does put them up. He absolutely does. He holds their, their hearts in his hand. Read Psalm 33. Read uh, the Proverbs where it talks about that. Read what God taught or what Jesus talks about. We, we mentioned it the other day uh, in John chapter 6 about him transforming the heart. Of course he does. But do you know what I hear from people when they tell me, oh, God put President Trump in there. He's God's man. Yeah, okay. I have no problem seeing that God does that. He's done it in history. He called Nebuchadnezzar a wicked king from Babylon and the armies of Babylon, his armies. He called the Roman armies, his armies. Were they wicked? Yep. But what was he using them for? Judgment. He was using them for judgment against his people. And you better know that Donald Trump and Joe Biden and Barack Obama and all the rest of them are being used for judgment against us. And we won't repent. We want to hold on to that two-party system. We want to hold on to say that our guy's better than the other. Our evil is better than the other guy's evil. Do you really want to tell God that? Do you really want to stand before God and say, yeah, I spoke those words? Because let me tell you, when you stand before him, you won't say squat. You will shut your mouth. Because you know you're guilty of it. It'd be better to repent now. Well, who are we supposed to vote for? Well, don't give your support to any tyrant. Don't go in there and vote for any tyrant. Biden? Trump? DeSantis? Mike Pence? Or whoever else the Democrats have. To, I think the Democrats have a few people they want to offer up too. Don't give your support for any tyrant. Don't vote for them. Aren't they supposed to be working at the behest of the consent of the governed? Then don't consent to them. Quit voting them in office. All of them. And yes, there are men who are not evil and wicked. There are men who've been washed from their sins. There are men who know. I'm not saying they have perfection and everything, but my goodness, what we elect them to do is pretty small. It's it's like the Ten Commandments. It's a pretty small thing to do. And their imperfection shows that they're sinners too. I'm, I, I get that men are sinners. I'm not asking for this perfection like some angel that falls out of heaven to, to sit in authority. But I am sp expecting that when a man does err as a representative, he corrects himself. He repents. And at other times, he's doing exactly what he's authorized to do and nothing more. Guys, the lies have been building and building and building. And it's you're the only ones that's going to stop it. And me, how are we going to stop it? By repenting. And what are we dependent upon for that? We're dependent upon the Lord. We're dependent upon the Lord to grant us repentance. I go back to um, what the scriptures say. Can a leopard change his spots? 
you who are accustomed to doing evil, neither can you change yours. You can't change your character over that. You can't change your heart over that. You need the Lord to do that. And he only does that through the gospel message that calls on sinners to repent and put their faith in the Lord Jesus who gave himself for sinners. You can only do that. Listen to the words of Jeremiah in the book of Lamentations. Lord, turn us and we'll be turned. Is that your heart cry or is it, no, Lord, I don't need to turn. I don't need to repent. I just need to put Donald Trump in office. He's going to, sw he's going to drain the swan. He's going to make the economy great. He's going to make everything great for us. Or maybe you're on the other side and you think that about Joe Biden. Again, I don't have to argue with people who, for the most part, listen to this show. Because they already know that about Biden. What I have to deal with is the people who can't distinguish antichrists from Christians. Good from evil. They can't distinguish it. They, they, they equate them and saying, well, if that guy did it, then our guy can do it too. Well, that's evil. That's returning evil for evil. The Bible says we overcome that evil with good. Are you overcoming evil with good in the United States? Or are you supporting another side of evil that has your political jersey on it because you think this is a good thing? The Bible says that leads to death. I don't want to see you experience death. I don't want to experience it in the sense of what's being portrayed there. But I can't change people's hearts, and I can't change people's minds. So I give the truth in hopes that it does exactly what God says it does, and I believe it does. His word goes out to do that which is intended, which he purposed it for. And it's either going to harden you, friend, or it's going to give you grace. Which one is it doing for you today? Is it making you mad at me? Is it making you mad at the people at the chat? Is it? Is it? Driving you mad that people would tell you that you're living a lie and you're supporting lies? Or is it giving you grace and you go, you know what? I see what you're talking about. Maybe I need to reevaluate that. I want to repent. Well, if you are, then that's the work of the Spirit of God. But turn unto Christ. He is the light of the world. Not any of these politicians that we've shown. None of them. And then, if you decide to cast a vote in good conscience, do it according to what the Word of God says about the man's character. If you want to see that character, we've got a show on that, but you can also go to 1 Timothy chapter 3. You can also go to Titus chapter 1. Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and then we'll be back with you in the morning. Lord willing, talk to you then, 6 a.m. Adios.